Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors Real Friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Do. Yes. What is up, people? Hey, you're a little Baby tardy geez. today, huh? A little tardy? Don't worry. We had a 10-minute conversation without you. That's great. Did you record it, and is it going to be on the show? No, because Joelle started saying funny shit, and I was like, save it for the show, Joelle. <laughs> save it for the show. What she got to say for the show, yo? What she I'm not telling say? you. I'm going to work it seamlessly into conversation. That's what a good <laughs> podcast host I am. Okay. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? You playing tennis? Uh, I wish I'm trying to get back to you. I, 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 uh, I, I, you're asking, you're saying because of this shirt. Um, I wish. Maybe I'm secreting it. Maybe I'm manifesting that I want to play tennis again by wearing this shirt. That's smart. Our friend Amanda Klutz has gotten addicted. She's like, you know, after Nick's death, she said she. And this, by the way, she, Amanda Klutz is the queen of manifestation. She's like, I want to get into a new hobby that helps me not only take my mind off of it, but is something I can just embrace, and it's a new thing. And she chose tennis, and she plays twice a week, and I watch her videos on – she started from zero, and she's, like, getting badass. She's getting good quick. Well, she's an athlete. She's athletic. She's got that athletic yeah. build. And, you know, because it's Amanda, she's all into the outfits. So every week is a different, like, right. tennis outfit, you know. Right. <laughs> just as into the outfits as she is into tennis. Hey, <laughs> which I am, too, by the way, which I am, too. Look good, play good. That's how it goes. I, 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 you know, because I never played a sport, uh, and I love tennis, and I'm not that good at it, but I still don't give a fuck. I love it. So, yeah, I, I was, I, for my first time in my life, I was like, okay, let me get some dope tennis clothes. Yeah, you are. It's, it's nothing like looking in the mirror with your uh, sport of choice in, you know, whether it be a basketball or a hockey stick or a golf club or a tennis racket. So do you get all into golf clothes? Because I never see what you wear on the golf course. I was originally. 
And then now, not so much. Uh, you know, PXG, the fine people over at PXG, mm-hmm. uh, hook a brother up with some really nice clothes every now and then. And so, I see. well, I'm PXG, always... since you're getting all these free shout outs from Donald, I don't know why you're doing it once in a while. I mean, send this fucking dude a giant box. I mean, well, maybe, several may, boxes. Maybe not curse at them, though. No, I'm sorry, you know PXG. I mean? <laughs> PXG, if we're going to give you free advertising for golf wear, I want a fucking truck to back up. You did it again. Oh, sorry, PXG. <laughs> I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> Donald and I used to go to Nike, this Nike store, this hidden Nike store in Marina Del Rey. Donald was the one who introduced me to this because I was not famous, obviously, before Scrubs. Donald was. And he's like, oh, dude, you have no idea what's coming. And you go to this secret Nike town in Marina Del Rey, right, Donald? Yeah, you got it. And picture a giant Nike town that you've been in, except picture there's no cash register. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just like that, that, that. And a woman's walking around, very nice, and she's just on her little iPad making notes. Shout out, Tracy. Shout, Shout out, out Tracy from Nike. <laughs> Shout out Tracy from Nike, although we haven't heard from you in a minute, Tracy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Show's been off the air for a while, Tracy. No, but you know, it's funny. I, I met, so, so anyway, they give you a ton of free Nike because they just want you out and about wearing Nike. And then on Scrubs, they would always send us tons of Nike. But I, but I remember when we were on Scrubs and I, I did a play with Jimmy Smith. And he had been on Law & Order forever. And I was showing off my new Nike shit to him. And he's like, oh, Tracy. And I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, that kind of stops when you're off your TV show. And I was like, <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, Jimmy Smith, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I haven't heard from Tracy in forever. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Anyway, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still am loyal to Nike, I got to say, even though I don't get the, the free swag anymore. I, 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 I love Nike sneakers. I'm, yeah, same here. I still buy. I buy now. You know, yeah, I buy now, We're making it. We're making it up for all the free times. For all the free times, <laughs> I buy now. Um, hi, friends. Welcome to the program, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. We have a very exciting guest. The most handsome man in television is here, Scott Foley, today to talk about SeaWorld and all things Sarah Chalk. Are we going to talk about SeaWorld? Are we going to really get into what SeaWorld? Turned into after our Scrubs episode. Well, Scrubs, uh, SeaWorld we... didn't turn into anything. It was always that. I but we didn't we, know that. I know, and I think we should talk openly about all things SeaWorld, what our impressions were after watching the documentary Blackfish. I mean, I don't even want to go to zoos anymore. I feel as an yeah, adult. I bad. I understand. I totally understand if you're already yelling at your listening device going, Zach, my kids love zoos. I get it. It might, it might be a blast to take a child to a zoo. But I'm telling you as an adult, and even maybe after the documentary Blackfish, I look at zoos totally differently these days. Absolutely. Right, you bring in Foley because, um, or, or do you want to sing? How do you want to do it? There's so much to talk about, Donald. We have to talk about our voting thing, which is, which is off and running. Go to headcount.org slash Zach and Donald to register to vote or to check your registration. I've been so happy today, Donald, because on my Instagram, there's been so many people saying stuff like, you know, I was just doing this to give you guys some points towards your goal of the apple teeny making, and I realized they had my middle name wrong. You totally helped me out. Or someone said, you know what, I've never voted, but because of this, okay, I'll register. Like, we're even if it's, like, s- small and anecdotal, Donald, we're making yeah. a tiny difference. We're making a tiny difference. Too. Oh, yeah, Joelle, tell them your story. Yeah, so I moved, and I stopped driving, and so I don't have a California state driver's license anymore, and that is how you get automatically registered out here. 
So I, too, was just doing my producer due diligence, being like, oh, I wonder if there'll be any hiccups. They're like, it's a very smooth process, by the way. There are no hiccups. Super smooth. And uh, so I checked, and it was like, you're not registered. And I was like, no! Yes! Very we got Joelle registered, Donald. <laughs> I would have cried so hard. It would have been really upsetting <laughs> if I couldn't have voted. I, I, I would have been so shocked, and I would have called you a hypocrite for not checking on your stuff. But and thankfully, you would have been right too. And, but, and, but thankfully, Joelle, you did your due diligence. You did what you had to do, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you registered to vote. Therefore, Zach, yeah. we are... Fourteen hundred and ninety-nine. Well, we people don't know. Away. We don't know. I'm waiting to hear. By the way, this is going to air Thursday, obviously, and it's Tuesday today. I have no idea where we are, but I, I, we just launched today. But I'm, 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 I'm all excited. It isn't the Red Bull talking. I'm really am titillated. Did you have a Red Bull again today? I had a Red Bull. I, I spun on Peloton. Did you? Did you spin today? I didn't. I've been doing school all Come morning. Come on, buddy. You're supposed to be my spin buddy. I will spin later. I'm I sorry. I want you to be my spin partner so we can track our progress. Eventually, when I'm when I'm good enough, I can look at your username and I can be like, faster. <laughs> you can send high fives. You know, you can send virtual high fives. Yeah, I'll high five the shit out of you. And I will accept your high fives and high right. five virtually high five you back. Let's get let's get Scott Foley up. In All here. right, bring in Foley. Well, maybe we'll let him uh, count us in. Ooh. That's a good idea. Oh my Scott God! There Foley. he is, Scott Foley. Oh so my handsome! Thunderous applause, Dan. Scott Ooh. Foley turned my key. There he is. I turned my key. Scott look Foley. Scott Foley. Oh my God! You, you know, you know why? Man, you know why? You know why? It's even harder to look at Scott Foley because Donald and I made a video uh, to get people to vote Scott Foley, and uh, and a handful of people are like, "Wow, you got old," and it really hurts. It really hurts. <laughs> and. Uh, and they say they say negative things, and and they always put the emoji of the crying, laughing thing right like, next to it, after they as if to be like just shit. kidding kind of shit. And it's like I I don't like you. Right. Like, if we were if we were if this were real world, we wouldn't be friends because you told me I now look old. I'm forty oh, yeah. fucking five. We made the show when I was twenty. What do you want from me? I was twenty five. Sorry, are you- Scott Foley. Uh, sorry, welcome to the program. Thank Thanks, you. man. Are you saying that I look old? No, no I'm no, saying no, no, no. You're I'm saying I get triggered. I get triggered by looking at your beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> About the gray in my beard? I'm not no, because sure you happening. wear it well. You're fucking TV Scott Foley. Look how handsome he is, Donald. He's very handsome. I've I known know. this for a really long time, though. I I've know. known this forever. Weird that he put you on the spot. The only reason Scott Foley comes on the show is because we we spend the first ten minutes talking about how hot he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's because my life, my I spend the, my life with my wife, who's like, go go do something productive, and she doesn't care what I look like anymore. <laughs> Where are you, Scott Foley? He's in his uh, movie I'm, theater. It's got to be a movie theater. I'm in my movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you really? No, man. No. Where are you, Scott Foley? I'm in my movie theater. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh, shit. oh my God! Scott Foley has a movie theater. Scott Foley got a screening room. By the way, I totally thought he was being stupid, so and then you and then you said it's sort of like, yeah, I'm in my movie theater, and then he spins the camera around to reveal his fucking dope screening room. Oh shit! I, I, I the hint was the Scream Three uh, poster in the background. Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, sorry. I Were you like, in Scream Three, Scott Foley? Are you kidding I, me? Right I was now? in that that third one. Yes, I was. Donald, have you seen Scream 3? I've seen Scream no. 3. Yes, I have. Really? Yeah. Dude, 
You were Joelle, waking. have you seen Scream 3? We were I've doing fel- all of the screams. Daniel? Classics. Okay. Same. Everybody loves Scream we were 3. doing Felicity around the time you were doing Scream 3. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. I, I, well, look, the, here's the excuse for the screening room is I just moved from L.A. to the East Coast where things are much more affordable over here. And you can get a house with a screening room. Well, where? Not in New York City. <laughs> no, no, no not, not New York City. Connecticut. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. now why did you Wait, move? You're uh, in Connecticut right now? Yes, I'm in Connecticut right now. And you got a movie theater that quick. You you don't you, your money travels fast, man. Dude, that's TV Scott like, Foley. He can have a fucking screening room, bro. He was uh, he was just in Calabasas like five days ago. It seems like, and now all of a sudden he lives in Connecticut. And <laughs> Scott he's got Foley, a, was this for work or for just life change? Just a life change, you know. With uh, with everything happening in the world, my wife has has wanted to be close to her family for years now, and and I, uh, you know, well, what do you do? You can only fight with your wife for so long. So I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. So you're one of the people that moved out of California. That's me. And and it seems like maybe at the right time. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to allow you to shit talk California, Scott Foley. It's 90 I'm degrees not... today, and it's... Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a, it's 100 degrees to degrees today, and it's going well, to get up to... you live in the valley. A... It's probably going to be 140 over there. It's going to get up to 103 or... Four today. I'm not going to let you shit talk the valley here, Zach. <laughs> Sorry. What, Sorry. What's just, going on? No, but Scott Foley, it does get hotter in the valley. I mean, come on. <laughs> it does, but 140? Let's be let's be honest here. Okay. 114, like, maybe. Yes. Right. Yes. That's record-breaking. I, you can yeah. feel it. When you drive from Hollywood over the hill into the valley, all of a sudden you roll down your windows and you're like, oh, oh, it's hotter here. <laughs> yeah. It's hotter there. That definitely is. But I do, I do miss it a little bit, but I'm uh, happy to be here on a nice rainy day in Connecticut. With you guys. We're so happy Man. to have you. You know, when we first had you on, I I said we've got to have Scott back when he forlornly rides a dolphin, which is one of my favorite moments in Scrubs history. I didn't realize it was coming up so quickly uh, here, uh, the second episode of the third season. Um, but there it is. You were forlornly riding a dolphin. I was forlornly riding. I didn't realize it was coming up so quickly either. And I haven't seen that episode in probably 10 years and I watched it today with my wife before this podcast. And when that scene came on, I was like, babe, babe, forlornly. I was that, see that? She was like, yeah, <laughs> you did it. The reason was I that always the laugh. Direct, was that the yeah. direction Mike yes. Spiller gave you? No, no, that <laughs> was in the screen direction. It was written in the script. It was uh, read, Sean forlornly rides a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I love it. It was in the script, darling. <laughs> Well, well done. Well Thanks, done. Man. It's, <laughs> by the way, it's harder to do than you would expect because you're so excited to actually be riding a dolphin right. to, tur- to turn that excitement <laughs> Scott, into are you something saying, other than happiness. Scott, are you saying that one of the hardest acting moments you've had to do was turn your, your, your utter glee in riding a dolphin into being forlorn? <laughs> yes, 100%. Imagine getting the opportunity to be at SeaWorld, to be in the tank, riding a dolphin, holding onto the fin, and to have to act like you're not the happiest man in the world? More forlorn, Scott. More forlorn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the, you, you, you listeners who love the show never got to read some of the screen direction, which was often funny. And, uh, and I, I think one of the best lines ever was, in the script, Sean forlornly rides a dolphin. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, Mr. Lawrence will tell you that it is still to this day one of his favorite screen directions that he's ever uh, <laughs> written or read. I don't know if he wrote it. He loves it. Okay, I have a question. Are you still doing school in L.A. and stuff like that? Then? No, they go to school here. 
Public school is good here, Donald. How long? <laughs> how long have you been in Connecticut for? Uh, two months. Two months. So when we, you know, Donald, if you bring your kids to Connecticut and then you can send them to public school, all that extra money goes to a nice screening room. Well, yeah. I mean, let's be honest with everyone out there. If you live in California, you're probably paying way more than you would pay anywhere else in the country for housing and a place to live. So not Manhattan, but yeah, close. Well, come on, man. I mean. That that's the other place. If you're on either coast and you live in San Francisco or freaking uh, just the state of California alone, or the or the island of City. Manhattan, right? That's the right. island of Manhattan, you are paying out. Fuck that. Fuck just the whole. Not even the <laughs> island of Manhattan. Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, all the all the five boroughs, all the boroughs. If you live on one of those things, you're paying out your ass, man. And so, yeah. yeah, Connecticut, I would love to move to. Yeah, I remember when Connecticut was like the rich people. I mean, Scott's rich, obviously, but I mean, he got a movie theater. What? He got a movie theater. He got a movie theater. You can't say shit. I'm put him on blast. You, you got a movie theater. Seriously, you can't say shit. Put him on blast, dude. How am I, I putting think... him on blast? He got a movie theater. <laughs> Well, he doesn't have like a butler. He doesn't have a Farnsworth Bentley. Yeah. And in walks Jeeves, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, your water. Your Not water. now, I'm busy. Your water, <laughs> Mr. Foley. <laughs> um, Donald, we never um, started this thing, the theme song. Do oh, you yeah. want to Do you want to lead us in song? I think Scott should do it. He's Scott so Foley, do you know how to count into a song um, by saying five, six, seven, eight? It's an honor we only bestow on certain people. He did it last time. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I have a short-term memory. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of dogs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's the stories that you all should know. So gather round to hear our, gather round to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. Scott. We've been talking a little more about fitness lately because Donald and I are trying to get uh, in shape. We've entered the quarantine phase where we're trying to get in shape. We've both been spinning using Peloton. We've both been working out a bit. You've always seemed like a super fit guy. How do you? What's your What's your regimen for the people who are? You know, we also had a lot of people in all seriousness that have told us they listen to the podcast while they walk. It's got them doing, you know, beginning the process. Some they hike or they cycle or whatever they do. It's got them moving a bit. One guy we had on the show said he lost 30 pounds since the show started. So we kind of excited that we're motivating people a little bit. And I wondered if you, if you could tell people what you're up to because you're always in shape. Oh, that's very kind of you. I think, I think the trick is uh, seeming to always be in shape, isn't it? Right. Um, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> um, no, man. You know, I've been uh, – I, I, one of the great things I think about doing what we do is that you sort of have to keep yourself in a, uh, some semblance of uh, – physical fitness. Right. And, and I've been lucky enough to, um, have trainers throughout the years that have, uh, off and on that have taught me what to do and how to keep myself in shape and how to get sort of camera ready. Should I need to in a certain amount of days? Um, but my, my daily routine is pretty simple as, as I'm sitting in front of you, I'm 48 years old. So I wake up every morning and can't move because I'm sore everywhere. Uh, so I wake up and I stretch for probably 15, 20 minutes, just basic, touching the toes, sort of yoga stuff, downward dog. And then I'll probably spend 20 minutes either on the Peloton or on an elliptical machine. I also got a rowing machine. Um, that's the other thing about buying a house in Connecticut. You get a gym in your house. Yeah. Wait, so you got yeah. a movie theater and a gym in your house. Yeah, Connecticut, Donald. Yeah. 
Um, let's both move there. Um, <laughs> this is a weird trivia. Did you get? I, I your... don't have. I don't. I don't have a pool. I don't yeah. even have a. I don't have a pool. Yeah. You well, pool? you have forty thousand children. Scott, um, did you get into <laughs> rowing because of Tony Goldwyn, our friend? Because he's that's his. That's how he keeps fit. That is how he keeps fit. Tony's a, a good rower and a, a a really sort of avid jogger as well. I did not. I found it. Uh, when did I find it? I was in when we were shooting Whiskey Cavalier in Prague. Uh, I I needed some sort of exercise equipment, and the place I went, the guy was like, "I have." rowing machine and i was like well i, I guess that's what i'm gonna take <laughs> uh and that was that was how i got started and i only do it's tough like you can't do 20 minutes no, of rowing half an hour rowing fucked if you do that oh dude and you're, it's exhausting um right so i do like you know five minutes in the beginning of a workout five minutes at the end just sort of keep the heart rate up tony goldwyn who was uh the president of the united states in in scott's uh Fancy show scandal, um, and I uh, made a film together, and he was always ripped. I don't know how old he is now, but he's like the most ripped guy uh, in his o- over fifty that I know. More ripped Tony's than Brad a unicorn. Pitt. More ripped than and Brad Pitt. Well, uh, for his age, yeah. Well, yeah, for his age, I'm sure. Yeah, and he's also not a not a, not a movie, international movie star with you know probably a trainer every day and a chef every day you know he does it all on his own and for the most part it was uh, a rowing machine what are you smiling at scott am i wrong he has a chef he, and a trainer he's a goldwin i mean you got to remember oh yeah his grandfather <laughs> is samuel goldwin <laughs> yeah. no he is uh, tony's a unicorn though like it, it was always the thing on scandal i'd have a shirts off scene like a love scene with carrie washington and tony would be at craft service with his shirt off eating donuts like just to make me feel like a big piece of shit Right. Uh, he's an amazing human, but uh, uh, the it just doesn't it doesn't work like that for most people, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it takes work. It takes a, a lot of commitment. I'm. I think the older you get, um, it, the more time you got to put in. The more time it takes to lose whatever you gained. It's right for all of us, except for Donald. What are you talking about? I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, right he's now, he's <laughs> thick. The, people on the Instagram said he's T H I C C. I don't even know what that means. That that that's the, that's that good thick. That's that good. Oh, that's thick. good thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that good thick. Now this is another... that time. This is that time during the pandemic where it's been like six months, and we all should be in shape by now, but we're and... realizing like, oh, oh, this might end soon, and right. I'm gonna be a big fatty. <laughs> right, and I'm gonna be a beast. Yeah, but it's all you right. You know, you also were called swole, Donald. What does that mean? It means oh. my muscles are freaking swollen. Oh, okay. So you were getting uh, indirect compliments. I thought they were disses. I was called old, and you were called swole and thick. <laughs> yeah, I, I was also called freaking uh, the dude from Westworld. So yeah, the, by me, that was funny though. N- not just you, not just yeah. you. People, People like that joke though. Somebody called me Uncle Phil. They said I look like <laughs> <laughs> no. <don't>. <laughs> 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 he was taller than you, though, right? Much taller than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny, first though, Donald. First, Come on. Re- first things first. <laughs> rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Oh, dude. I got to say, you don't look like, you do You do look like, um, what's his name? But he's very handsome, and he's a very fine actor. Uh, um, oh, okay. Thank you. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey I love Wright. that. I love that you said that about him. You do look like Jeffrey Wright, except that he is a handsome man. Oh, and a no, very that's not what I said. I said you do look like Jeffrey Wright, and not only is he a handsome man in my estimation, but he's also a phenomenal actor. I think that's a compliment. Saying you look like Uncle Phil is a, is a bit of a diss. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil is loved throughout the world. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Phil raised mad kids, man. Uncle Phil raised mad kids just by being Uncle Phil on television. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm just saying that I'd rather be called Jeffrey Wright than Uncle Phil, but you might, might be different for you. Nah, man, he's one of the best father whenever figures Don- ever in the history of TV. Whenever Donald and I take a picture together these days, Scott, they they say things like, "Wow, Donald in age, black don't crack." What happened to Zach? And it hurts my oh. it hurts my heart cage. Yeah, well, but it just, rhymes well. Everybody, it really rhymes. Well, I was about to say everything <laughs> rhymes. That's why they do that shit, dude. <laughs> wow, Donald looks good. Black don't crack. What happened to Zach? Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I told you I could freestyle, Donald. <laughs> Should we get, Should we get the into the show? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Donald, these days, Scott, I don't know if we had this feature when you were on last. Donald does a 37 summation. Is it 37 well, or 47, Dale? It's supposed to be 30 seconds. Uh, it's roughly 30 seconds, but he never hits that goal. Roughly. And we don't penalize him in any way, even though we should. I have heard it, and I'm very impressed with with, with actually the time you've been putting into your summaries and the yeah. fact that you get it all out. And they're usually, I, I, I say that because I haven't heard all of them, but the ones I've heard are spot on, my friend. Oh, boy, here oh. we go. And on yeah. that note, here we go. No, he's right, he's right, he's right. All right, ready and go. Turk and Carla have set the date for their wedding. JD fears his friendship to Turk will not have to take a back seat to his best friend's future. Just when Elliot switches up her style, she's revisited by an old flame. And Laverne is in desperate need of a dentist. <laughs> this episode's about how hard relationships are to manage. The expectations are so high, and you make yourself so vulnerable, and there are so many distractions and other commitments and responsibilities to have in a relationship but when you truly have someone you make it work you sacrifice and that's it amen i like that one well done too uh, well met because it is about sacrifice um but let's get to the headline which is the turks homophobic i would have never yeah i would have never this. guessed i would have ne- i never remembered this either dude i would I know, have never it guessed comes this. out of nowhere not to diss uh, uh our overlord uh, mr william van duzer lawrence the third or the fourth, whatever the hell he is. But I didn't understand why all of a sudden Turk's homophobic. I mean, he shows no signs of that in the first two seasons. He's as close with with his best friend as can be. Um, we 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 sh- we're, we're very open with our with our uh, feelings, and we're very open with our um, ability to hug and touch each other. And then all of a sudden, Turk's homophobic. I didn't get it. Did yeah, you? I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. I was very caught off guard by that. I think it was more of a reason to have uh, I don't know I don't I can't explain it I can't ex- I can't explain this to you I can't explain why out of nowhere all of a sudden Turk was homophobic. Yeah, I didn't get it, and then and then it solved so quickly. Like so, then the guy kind of confronts him and like seems like you're not really comfortable with this, and then you, then you do something a homophobic person probably wouldn't do. You I sit down on the, the bed. You get on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I sit down on the <laughs> bed. Yeah, right up next to him and get sort of intimate. And you're like, and then you talk about your fear of intimacy, which is bullshit. You haven't had any fear of intimacy thus far, right? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't understand. I was caught off guard by this, and I didn't remember this either. That I was the either. other thing. It was like, wait a second. I don't remember any of this from. I know it was really bizarre, and I also noticed that when the guy's partner comes in and says goodbye, good luck on your surgery, he kisses him on the forehead. Yeah, I was yes. waiting for the lip kiss. Like, 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 who would ever do that? Your, your, your partner's going into surgery and you're saying goodbye and you give him. A, it was such like a. It felt like such a vestige of 2002 television. Like, eh, let's have that kiss be on the forehead. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> the forehead says plenty. Trust me. You can imagine like the the network executive was like, eh, forehead's good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was right. impressed though. Even even though you didn't, you don't remember it, and that was one of the questions I had for you in this. Like, was it a surprise when you read it? Because it seems like the friendship you and JD, the Turk and JD, have toes that line. Yeah, um, oh, at, at certain points, you know what I mean. But that said, you had some reactions in there that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, I mean, I, I cringed at the fact that I cringed at a lot of my reactions because they were reactions to these two men and their uh, love for each other. You know what I mean? Like, I at one point, I even make the face like it's almost nauseating. Yeah, you right. know what yes. I mean? And it was like, yes. wait a second. What the fuck? Like, this really comes out of nowhere. And I'm sure back in, back when we shot this, I was thinking, you know, this will be groundbreaking. We're going to talk about you know, uh, homosexuality, homosexuality on television. And I'm so happy to be the character that has to learn this lesson. You know what I mean? And right. But when you look back at it now at the whole, you know, at at the show as a, as a full circle or as a, as a thing, it doesn't fit. It's like, it's like, it does feel a little out of place. Like someone else should have been the one to be needing to learn that lesson. Uh, It certainly didn't feel like it was Turk's lesson to learn. Like it might've been like, I don't even think it's, I don't even think Rob would learn that. I don't know because we learned that we learned that the Todd, one thing that's funny about the Todd is that you think he's just a a, a gross alpha male, sexual innuendo guy for, for, for women. And then we turned out, no, he's into men. He's into old people. He's He's into monkeys. He's He's into monkeys. He's down with a monkey. Like everything's, he never hooks up with a monkey. He just asks, where where is said monkey? (laughs) He says, where is said monkey? (laughs) There's a monkey at the zoo. What was the monkey? There's a monkey at the zoo. That is something like biting, biting another monkey on the butt or something like that. Something fresh that the monkey was doing either to another monkey or to people who came to visit the monkey. And Rob was like, sorry, the Todd was like, I want to go and have this happen to me. Where is said monkey? Where is said monkey? (laughs) (laughs) He said, his his actual line was, kid, listen to me right now. Where is said monkey? (laughs) (laughs) That said, though, and I know we're not at that part of the show, but we're talking about it. Like I did, I thought it was a great bit that I didn't see coming when we first met the patient. The fact that, that they were basically your doppelgangers, right? Yeah. Like I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't see that. Either. I didn't. No, I was. I was like, is that Josh Groban? And right. then when I realized it was, <laughs> when I realized it wasn't, yeah. and was supposed to look like Zach, it wasn't until his black husband came in. I was right. like, oh, oh, and they were dressed similarly. I got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that like made Turk look wince. He like looked like, oh my god. It was right. so weird. I didn't it's, get it. It's it's yeah. I didn't get it either. Let's talk about Marsha Brady and my fantasy that I'm getting married to uh, to because Sarah Sarah Elliott says that she's already picked her wedding date, which is funny because it's April 25th, 2006, which at the time I think this was 2002 is supposed to seem far away. Um, and Dude, it's, it's it's Mary McCormick, not Marsha Brady. I know, but the, the joke, Marsha, please. But that's the joke. She goes, "We're getting <laughs> the priest is marrying us," and she goes. Uh, he goes, do you take Marsha Brady? And he goes, my, she goes, my name is Maureen McCormick. And I go, Marsha, please. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, continue, Father. Marsha, please. I love continue, that that was Father. all she was in. Like, that was yeah. it. Just the one little fantasy flashback, and then you're done. Does she I'd... come back and do another does she do another episode? I don't think so. I think this is it. But man, I, I, I did you of, of the Brady? Did you have a crush on Marsha Brady? That's either the, one of you? That's the that's the Brady to have a crush on. That's it. Yeah, I thought she was so cute when I was a kid. 
Yeah, she was. Yes, she was. Still is. Still is. Dude, yeah, still I was about beautiful. to say, she's beautiful in this episode. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, man. Beautiful. I didn't have a crush on Jan, though. I really was. I don't think anyone really had a Jan crush. Well, I don't know, I man. I don't. I don't. I'm sure there's, there's got to be. Somebody did. There's probably That's a Facebook group. People who obsessed we with We do Jan. love Jan. Oh, by the way, I should mention, I wanted to tell you, there is a Facebook group for this podcast that we're mm. doing here, apparently. Um, and I, I, I think it's lovely if you want to be involved with it. I just wanted to make sure everyone involved with it knows we have nothing to do with it. We don't read it. We don't endorse it. Neither Donald and I mess with Facebook at all, other than to go on there occasionally and say, hey, please check this out. But um, So by all means, enjoy the Facebook group or get in arguments like people do on Facebook, but just know that Donald and I don't have anything to do with it. Yeah, Yo, I can't post anything now without people getting into arguments. Like, yeah, that's, welcome dude, to 2020. Holy cow, you post something and right underneath it, it's like, you know, argument, 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 and it's like salacious too, like just evil things people yeah. are saying to each other. Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. I did want to talk about uh, breaking, going to breaking. a break, like like Joel wants you to. Oh, Scott, you're not supposed to look at the chat. That's Scott, not for guests. <laughs> Scott, you are. I'm a, just you, sorry. Uh, she she sent the chat out, and I just I set a timer to see how long it would be till either when you guys got it. How and long now was it's it? making me uncomfortable. You are you are, uh, a, you are a Scott, guest, Scott. And you are this a is guest not in your our job. house. This is that's not like, your job. That's like you came over and adjusted our AC. This is not AC. your job. This is not your job. Well, if it's hot in your house, I'm going to adjust your no, AC. Scott, Joel? You don't touch my shit. You don't touch it. That's like me getting in your car and touching your radio, damn it. Yeah. I don't do that shit. Don't call yeah, I think shirt. you've done that. I think you've gotten my car and said, what the fuck are we listening to? And push this. And then I said it was Kenny Loggins. And you were like, oh, wow. And you went back to it. <laughs> I love Ken- I do love Kenny Loggins. I do love Kenny I Loggins. know. Man, the this guests, is it. The guests like Sarah Chalk and Scott Foley, they just come in and start reading the fucking producer chat. Well, you know what? We'll go to break. We'll be right back. <laughs> you happy? You happy, <laughs> Scott? Scott Foley? You happy, Scott? Yes. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. And we're back! That was really loud, dude. That was really You have loud. such balls to tell me I'm loud. <laughs> really you loud. are the loudest. We There are women who breastfeed. Who write me on my chat saying, "Why? Oh why my do they God. have to? Why? Why does? Why does what they're doing? Why does breastfeeding have anything to do with how loud?" Because I they've am? got the baby suckling, and maybe they're listening to earphones, and then you go full loud, and the baby's like adjusting. He breaks his latch. He looks up. What the fuck is that? And now <laughs> you ruined everything. It's hard to get a good latch back. Yeah, it's hard to get a good latch back, Donald. You should know that. Especially on those beautiful melted Hershey's kisses. You're frozen. Donald is frozen right now. He's not frozen um, visually. He's frozen analog. <laughs> for some reason, listening to our podcast is a very popular activity for breastfeeding moms. I hear about it a lot. That is okay. Well, to all the breastfeeding Sick. parents, if I've messed up your yeah, the latch, if, if, you've if, I've messed, the latch. if I've broken the latch, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I am so sorry. Yeah. But, Zach, that was pretty loud just now. I'm sorry. Time. Well, we are back, everybody. And let's talk about SeaWorld, guys, because um, – I remember being pissed that I didn't get to go to SeaWorld, man. I remember yeah. being so upset about that. Now, I used to love SeaWorld as a child because I had seen this documentary, Blackfish. Ugh. Um, well, they've ruined SeaWorld for everybody. They've ruined SeaWorld for everyone. I'm surprised SeaWorld can still pay the rent, to be honest, after Blackfish. That felt like that was going to sort of end SeaWorld. I don't well, see how you see Blackfish and then go to SeaWorld ever again. Well, dude, I mean, come on, man. Look at the look at the country. You're a you're a Democrat, and 
you didn't think that America would vote for Donald Trump and they voted for Donald Trump. You know what I mean? This is just how it is. But it's not just um, MAGA people going to SeaWorld. I mean, they're, they're, still, they're still up and running. There's, a, there's a, enough people that saw Blackfish and were like, nah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, that, you're exactly right. That's exactly right. I, I think you're right. I think enough people saw Blackfish, were in San Diego or Florida, and was like, what the hell do I do with my three little kids today? Eh, fuck it. I'm going to SeaWorld. Legoland. Yeah. Legoland. <laughs> well, no, but know. you know what I mean? Like, it's the way of the world. For every, for every issue that you have with something there are just as many there's somebody else who has the exact opposite issue man it's it's just okay it's, well i'll only speak for me in saying the following when i was a kid i loved SeaWorld. i thought it was so exciting and i didn't love roller coasters and shit when i was a kid so a theme park that didn't involve you um going on roller coasters for me was extra cool like i also love universal studios even though that has i think might have coasters no it has a coasters. couple it has a couple of them no. anyway i loved I the mo- i loved movies and i loved behind the scenes and all that and also i should say when as an adult at 20 whatever i was when i went with scott and sarah down to film this stuff it was so exciting um see i want to i want to sort of not conflate two things because some of these uh, biologists that we what do you call them biologists what do you call these people marine, marine biologists. biologists some of these marine biologists that that I met and Scott can speak to it better than I cuz he was working closer with them than I was they were so cool and the animals were so smart and we got to be behind the scenes of it all and it was really really cool and I don't I don't mean to say for a second that a lot of these people who work there aren't well intentioned um, but when I saw Blackfish, the documentary, it really, it really, really, it, it just goes to the power of a documentary and what it can do to your brain because it made me go, I can't, these animals are too smart and too large to be used as show ponies. It's just not, it's not ethically right. Well, it's not just, it's just not, it's not just whales though. It's every animal in captivity. If you look, if you're looking at it that way, man, no, no animal is meant to be. Well, the thing that the thing that zoo. the thing that distinguished it for me was that how intelligent these uh, these killer whales were. These orcas you eat, were. You eat you eat octopus sushi. I don't eat octopus sushi. Have you ever eaten octopus sushi? I've tried octopus, not sushi. I've had it cooked. Did you know an octopus is so smart that it could take the top oh. off of a of a of a um, like a plastic bottle? I'm sure, and go inside, and go inside, and then take the top and turn it back. I don't know if they can do that. They can turn the top back. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I'm just saying they're really smart, dude. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. And 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 listen, it's one of the reasons I stopped eating meat. And I'm not I'm not here to like pre- preach to everybody and say, you know, obviously do whatever the fuck you want. But I'm just saying for me and Scott, I want to hear what you think because you were there with me too. Did you? Do you and you saw the documentary. I mean it. I, I, it would be just. I would be remiss to, to to talk about this episode and not say like I have a totally different view of SeaWorld these days. No, of course, of course. We I think we all do. I, I think. Look, if you would have asked us when we were there, uh, it didn't. Uh, we all grew up with SeaWorld. We grew up with zoos, and it was it was not so much. We we looked at it from a different angle, right? It was yeah. uh, educational for us to see to be around these animals and these creatures, and they were doing things and you could see them and touch them and be around them. And it was nature, right? It was nature. We got Mm -hmm. to be with nature and, and it was a good thing. And then this other angle came out a more important angle, which was, Hey, yeah, it's nature, but it's really fucking cruel. And look at what's happened. Look at the, the fin on the dorsal fin on the orca. It's supposed to be standing straight up and all these shamus are bending over because they're so sad and they're, 
captive and, and they're eating their trainers. You know, they're yeah, not yeah. happy about it. Um, uh, obviously, we did not... Look, I think there are a bunch of issues that, that once things get reflected in a different light, you are able to say like, oh, wow, that's not great. Or, or I, I now see that that's not great. Uh, however, at the time we shot this, we didn't have that perspective. No, yeah. we uh, didn't. We did not. But also, it kind of changed my perspective on on zoos as well. Now, I know the sure. I know the I know the other de- other side of this debate is well, Zach. It educates people and children on animals and their habitats, and helps educate people on uh, animal, animal preservation that. and all that. And and yeah, but I mean, there. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm I, I, I please don't. please. I'm no expert. I'm just saying. For me, blackfish was strong enough to make me feel icky, even when I'm at a zoo with like my well, nieces. Look, you're not you're not wrong, but a, a lot of these these places, these zoos or marine uh, sea world like places, uh, have done some really good things, right? They've saved some animals from extinction. They they take animals that have uh, basically fallen off the face of the earth and they breed them back into populations that are viable in the wild. That is an amazing thing. Um, is it the right way? Were they supposed to go extinct? Who the fuck knows? Hmm. Um, but I think the the we now have the ability to look at it from a different perspective and make a decision based on that. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is watch Blackfish if you haven't, and then you can make your own decision because we're not your parents. Do whatever you want. But watch Blackfish and at least be educated on that point of view. You want to hear something yeah. crazy? Please. I had no idea uh, how this Journey song went until I met my wife. So even when we met, even when we did this show, and if you listen to how I say just a small town girl, I don't even say it in the right cadence. And I don't even say it comfortably. Like when I'm saying it, it you could tell that I'm having a hard time saying it because I had no idea what the song you didn't, was. You'd never heard the song? I'm sure I had heard it, but I, I'm not, I wasn't a Journey fan until, I mean, I, I'd have to get my wife up here to tell the story to see if it's all right to tell the story. But I didn't know the Journey song until she told me told me the story of the stabbing cabin. Oh my God! Will you ask her if she can tell the stabbing cabin story? The audience will I'll love that. I'll be right back. All right, all right. This is worth it. Trust me, this is worth it. Stabbing cabin. Oh my God! I can't believe if she's going to allow the stabbing cabin. But it is a wonderful tale. I can't wait, and I'm kind of excited to look at Donald's clothes that he. Was yeah, well, I would wear that. I wouldn't wear that. I would wear look that. At that interesting hanger choices. Scott, I miss you already, and you're, you've just moved. Thanks, man. I miss you, too. Come see me. Come visit me when you're I in will. your place in New I York. I will. Once uh, COVID settles down, I'm going to go be in Manhattan in my place, and, and then you can come into the city, and we can share a cocktail. Oh, or you can come out here and have a nice home-cooked meal and be around some family, and we can just watch TV together and not talk. Yeah, yeah in your big-ass screen room. <laughs> That's what guys hey, do, so right? Like, hey, oh, here she is. Hi. This is about yet. But just explain um, to her what I was saying to you. Oh and okay. God. Well, I don't want to be the one to to ask you to do this. It's not my place. So Donald said that you introduced him to the song "Don't Stop Believing," and he wanted to you to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. You don't have to Horrible. tell the story, Casey. But he wanted. He said I didn't know the song. Casey's the one who introduced me, and she has a funny story about it, and it involves. But you don't have to tell it if you you can well, say never, you can say cut. No, I mean I'm 
I'm old now. It's not going to matter anyway. Um, <laughs> You're not old. You're beautiful and perfect. Thank you. I lost my virginity to that song. Right. In the back of my high school boyfriend's Jeep. Okay. And real romantic. And um, I had it Jeeps all are small. <laughs> well, there's this, the roll bar. Oh, copy that. So, copy oh, that. Hell no. Casey, I just want the audience yeah. to know. Yeah, I want, I'm coming. I want the audience to know that you held your hands up. So just, just so I'm clear on the story. Were you holding the roll bar? <laughs> you know, I don't want to go into too much. Okay. 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 Sorry. Um, sorry. Where were you supposed to be? Yeah. Tell them where you're supposed to be. What do you mean? The cabin. Oh, I was at the stabbing cabin. That's the thing. that? <laughs> They called it the stabbing cabin, yes. where women yes. in her town went to lose their virginity. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Um, yes, this cabin in the middle of the woods or pasture, and we and it's where all my friends and their boyfriends or whoever would go to have sex. And we pull up there, and I tell my boyfriend, I'm like, I'm not going in that place. So that's why we had to do it in the jeep. But <laughs> no. wow! Now wait, but Casey. Yeah, go ahead. We're for, we're forgetting the romance. So okay. the romance was supposed to be "Faithfully" by Journey, sure. and it was obviously we're young. Not going to go there. How young I was, but it ended up taking a little longer than we thought. <laughs> and by the time we were actually doing it, it was on. Just a small girl. town girl. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. Oh, my God. Hold on to that feeling. <laughs> you know what? For those of you who don't know me, I'm from a small town, like 3,000 people. You don't have to right. explain it. All we did was drink, fuck, or fight. That was it. Okay. <laughs> so- it was normal. Wow. We're gonna, that guy, that's some new merch guys. coming at you. Uh, <laughs> and then I married her. <laughs> and then he snagged me quick. Well, <laughs> Casey, thank you so much for yep. uh, sharing that story about the stabbing cabin. And, yep. uh, and, and thank you for introducing Donald to the song Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thunderous applause. Bye, Casey. <laughs> Amazing. I love, that she, I love that as she got up, she goes, ugh. <laughs> she goes. I hope my. She said, "I hope my parents don't hear that." Yeah. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you this, babe, but your parents don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, they don't. But Casey grew up um, near Waco, um, and I was right saw, outside of Waco. When I saw Waco, mm. I was like, "Oh, that seems like a really small town." And she's like, "Well, I grew up in a suburb of Waco, like the <laughs> middle of nowhere." Waco's not a small town anymore, man. It's booming now, thanks to uh, uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines, David Koresh. Don't. Well, no. Uh, Scott had it right. The uh, cats from that flipping that 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 Flip, fixing uh, up uh, your uh, house. Yeah, fixer upper Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah. Why? Yeah, what yeah. did they do? They 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 they're they from there. They, back to, they, they moved have back sh- to Waco. Oh. Yeah, they have a, a show on HGTV and now their own channel and magazine and they bought the silos and there's oh my god merchandise. It's a whole thing. Oh, all right. Well, very talented. I I I, I won't be all going right. there. Um. Now, Scott, let's uh, now that we've done our SeaWorld speech, tell us how you did that shot in the air with you waving because it's amazing. I assume it's green screen, right? But it's perfect. Yeah, thank you. I was I was not happy with my form when, when I watched it again today. I was a little too bent at the. Uh, it wasn't great. But uh, I I was I in my defense to myself, uh, I was and thank you for saying it was perfect. I was uh, wearing a harness. We were in the parking lot at the uh, the hospital. 
Um, well, listen, Scrubs is not known for its great green screen in 2002. In fact, the mm, shot of mm, Sarah mm. on the train is so bad, the green screen. Rough. What I was mean, with the angle on that, too? Oh, it was so bad. And that train compartment was built into the parking lot of Scrubs, I remember. And we had, you know, green screen has come a long way, by the way, in 18 years. But, sure. but man, was it bad. And and But your shot of you waving in slow motion was so perfect that part of me was like, wait a minute, there's no way they did that practically. <laughs> like, there's no way Scott rode the orca. Can I tell you, with, with the exception of that shot, everything else was done practically. Really? I mean, riding yeah, the a, dolphin. You had a sea uh, lion yell in your face, dude. How did you not react to that shit, dude? I, it was the scariest, worst-smelling, foulest, biggest animal I've ever been that close to. And you think like, oh, it's a sea lion. They're huge and terrifying. That was a big animal next to you, dude. They, I mean, that's a thousand-pound beast with teeth, with yeah. big fucking teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that, we, when we oh. talk about you, Scott, on the show, we often talk about what an amazing straight man you are and how you never broke. And there I was watching you have a have a sea lion scream in your face, and I would be cracking up, and you were just totally <laughs> deadpan. It was, uh, I think, I think watching it, you think like, oh, that must be funny. It was terrifying. It was the end of the day. It was the last shot we needed to get. Uh, you know, the train, there was no real explanation the trainer was like okay so you're gonna say your line you turn your head here the the thing knows the thing that's because it's a sea world uh knows to turn your head when you turn your head uh it and as many times as i turn my head it'll look at me and then the last time it'll stick its tongue out um it reeked like horrible old fish and a burp it was just <laughs> uh, not, uh. not but it's very funny i mean it's very did you funny. know did you know that the thing was gonna yell at you Yes. Oh, you did know. <laughs> yes, and that was uh, loud. Um, but I'm, I, I got to say, like, of all the things I show my kids, they've seen that a hundred times. Yeah. Wow. They well, love that. That's a pretty amazing yeah. piece of tape for yeah. you to have for your memories. <laughs> Nobody has it's that. It's great. And I, I loved it. I loved that whole, this whole SeaWorld storyline and adventure and the fact that we actually got to go down there. And, um, you know, Scrubs is a show we shot in uh, Burba, where were we? Sherman Oaks, but the yeah, fact Valley that we got Village. to be on location, Valley Village, the fact that we got to be on location uh, in San Diego for two nights or however long it yeah. was, was exciting. And we were all down there together. It was great. By the way, Scrubs is supposed to be anywhere USA. It's never uh, mentioned where Scrubs takes place, but this does is sort right? of hone in on where it is because we know that Scrubs takes place in a drivable distance from a sea world. I feel like as yeah. time went on, Scrubs became California. Like I no, well, like, I don't know. We always were painting out palm trees. I think Bill wanted it to be, Bill wanted it to feel anywhere USA, like the Simpsons. You know, like it's just you don't know where it is. But um, but 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 this does place it. How yeah. about how about Laverne saying, "I need to find a dentist so I don't look like Larry Holmes." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! I never saw she look like Larry Holmes until she said that. Until I was like, she oh, said I that, I see it. I see it. And then I at the end, and then at the end, when he throws her the tooth, and she goes, "This is a chicklet." <laughs> <laughs> um, a funny bit of trivia on Scrubs Wiki about Laverne: um, it says that when JD tries to comfort Laverne, she calls him a jackass. But in the Netflix subtitle, it says "cracker." Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's helped or hurt us, Scrubs Wiki. 
Well, you're... Scrubs is no longer on Netflix, so we can't check it. But I guess if you are on any, if you're on Hulu, you might want to uh, go look at that and see if someone messed up the subtitle <laughs> and had Nurse Roberts call JD a cracker. It was just somebody who hated Zach Braff. He was like, that motherfucking Zach Braff looked like a cracker ass cracker. You know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to finally get She called so him a saying, jackass. Saying... She called him a jackass. Nope. It ain't going to be jackass. Cracker ass cracker. So you're saying the Netflix <laughs> subtitle guy had it had it out for me? He, yeah, probably a brother. He didn't like you. Impossible. <laughs> There's no such thing. How about when um, when Sarah says to Cox, "Does this shade of red?" She's putting on lipstick. Does this shade of red make me look like a clown? He said, "No, it makes you look like a prostitute, prostitute who, who caters to clowns exclusively to clowns." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's funny shit. I love that. Okay, uh, I have a, yeah, I have a question. Go ahead. Do they talk about how you wound up at SeaWorld at all? Is there Me a conversation? Scott? Scott, there's no conversation. It's just your job was out of the blue. You you're at SeaWorld now. No, I think in an earlier episode, uh, we talked about me. I, I think I mentioned I work at SeaWorld. Okay. Or I, I work, I'm a marine biologist or something like that. I think they were trying um, to always have things that made him so much more cool than than JD. And I, I think the idea was that I'm trying to one-up him, but the dude's riding an orca and jumping right. in, front right. of, in front of a 5,000 people. And he just looks like a, such a badass. And I'm like, Your Wait. line delivery on that when you're walking, when you before you see me, when you first come in, like he probably, I don't know, scoops up the seal poop or something. And then you see me. Yeah. And you like you say what do you say lame or something? I lame. thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> yeah, because he's so humiliated that I mean, this he, he's, Scott look, Scott's flying through the air after being hurled by an orca, and he's just waving to Elliot in slow motion. So funny. Well, what about in the beginning? We skipped this part where where you sip the coffee. Sean sips the coffee and has a lisp after because the coffee's so hot. <laughs> yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, like. That was a great way to introduce you guys back together. You know, I, I say on this podcast all the time that you guys are great to get, like you two are great, are perfect for each other. Sean and Elliot are perfect for each other. Yeah. But this was a great way to reintroduce that. You know what I mean? You two are such, you know, uh, uh, klutzes. Just, yep. You know what I mean? Yep, just weirdos. I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. And it was such an endearing way to introduce the two of you back together. So much so that JD couldn't even be mad at it. I mean, he's mad when he sees you flying through the air and everything like that. But mm-hmm. he can't be mad at it because he's so entertained by the fact that Elliot has found someone that his that is. And then her she match. gets her then she gets her backpack uh trapped in his, his car. Right in his car and all of that stuff. Yeah. Why so is Elliot funny. taking the train? Doesn't she have a car? She has a car with the two mismatching doors. Yeah, she does. Where we, was she going on the train? Was I don't know, she we never to, but it was she was, never, we, she was going never, anywhere. She was going anywhere, guys. Oh, she, she took the small town girl train. midnight train. Going oh, anywhere, guys. Oh, God, it's sorry, sorry, sorry. I was like, we never did a train. We did some bus stuff. We never did a train <laughs> ever again on Scrubs. Um, but because of the song, someone had to build a train set. There you go. Mm, yeah. Mike Spiller. I wonder if Mike Spiller pitched that. You know what? She should go to SeaWorld and she should be on the train and I'll cut it to where it goes. She took the midnight train going anywhere. I wonder if he, I wonder if he thought that would be. I don't know. I don't know. But this is a Spiller-directed um, ep- episode, and he's mm-hmm. terrifically talented Written by Tim, Tim Hobart. Maybe Written Tim by- Hobart had this idea. I don't know. But uh, that's your right. Someone, they built a big set for this just because of the lyric. Also in this episode, this is the Turk and JD episode. Turk and JD. It, and, yeah, and Shelly. 
Who's Shelly? Shelly's the guy that played the bartender who went oh. away to Oh, my jail. God. Who, dude, I wanted to talk to, to you guys about that. Didn't he try to kill his girlfriend? His wife. 12 what? years to life. Yeah, Wait, he's out. what? He's, he's out. Yeah, he's out now. He's out now. Yeah, man. Wait, I missed something. Dan, we're going to need a Mar- sound effect here. Dun, dun, dun. Can Marika you please- did 40-Year-Old Virgin, and that with guy him. was in 40-Year-Old Virgin yes, with him. Was. And when the news came out, however many years ago, she was like, holy shit, I was, he was the only guy who talked to me. Like, he yeah. was the nicest guy, and he just killed his girlfriend, his wife. Wait, he didn't kill her. He tried to. My daughter and his daughter uh, were best friends in uh, elementary school. So, like, in first, second gray yeah. or they were they were they were best friends and he, he used to take care of my daughter kaya back in the day like they used to hang out with each other and her, her dad would be the person that would take them to get ice cream and stuff like that shelly and so when he came to do the show i was like oh shit man how's it going i had no idea that he, later on he would you know that that would happen i ran into him recently actually no yeah i did and wait how many years did he do in jail he did quite a few because it was like a few months ago that I ran into him and he had just gotten out and he was staying at a halfway house and he was like, you know, I had to get off. I, I'm sober now. I am off of drugs and everything like that. His, I don't know where his wife, his ex-wife is and where his daughter is. I don't think they're even in America anymore, but he's back, you know, he's out. I don't know if this is something we should probably. I think we could talk about it. Why not? It's a, if it's fact, Joel will double check that it is indeed fact. Um, but you he's know, definitely he's definitely out. He's staying at a halfway house, and you know I would never guess that the guy who has the Turk and JD joke had that happen to him. Well, yeah, he represented himself in the trial and everything. Like you know, he uh, represented him. He was his own lawyer, I believe. So, yeah, Joel, we need you to fact check away on mm-hmm. that, please, because that sounds intriguing. Well, yeah, I mean, if hmm. you see some of the things, man, like because this was a big this was a big Hollywood story and stuff like that. You know, there's video of him trying to explain how his wife got stabbed all of those times. You know what I mean? <laughs> my God. Jesus, my God! I don't know that. I don't know that this is this is getting darker and darker as we go. Hey, Joel, how yeah. accurate am I? I still. It's going to take a minute to research. Give me some time. All right. Well, let's get back to the show. Um, mental five. The very first. Oh, I wanted to say um, this is the first mental five, I believe. Todd. Uh, Todd does a mental high five. Donald? I didn't. I, I I missed that. I don't know how I missed that. He goes, he's at the bar. I wanted to some, I wanted some private Oh, that's time right. With us. And we're, we're supposed to be anyway, No, no, again, I'm sorry to, I would never, ever diss the Scrubs writers because they're geniuses. But this makes no hmm. sense. I finally want to go have a private talk with you at a bar because you're really getting married and you're like, no, no, I can't handle intimacy. <laughs> it yeah. makes no sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. All right. Well, um, maybe Bill won't listen to this one. Well, no, he'll listen to it, and I'm sure he'll have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it'll, uh, be, it'll be in the next Interrupting Bill. Yeah, Interrupting yeah, Bill. Um, yeah, so, no, you invite Todd because you don't want to have an intimate conversation with your best friend. And, and Todd tries to high-five me, and I say no, and he goes, mental five. And then he goes over and sexually harasses a woman and gets slapped. Right, and then says, <laughs> holy cow. That's the quickest I've been slapped in the face? Something or like that. Something like that. <laughs> um, no, no. And then he comes over and says, do you think gay dudes get turned on by their own wieners? By their own penises? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's I, so stupid, but it's funny. Yeah, uh, it is. It, it, it is funny, but. I, I'm guessing no. 
I, but, um, I do don't you, know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. No. No is the answer. The answer is no. <laughs> you don't Why? know. You don't know. You don't know. I'm, I am making a fairly a, a fairly logical guess. You don't like, know that someone doesn't, that a gay guy might not look down at his penis and be like, damn, that is a nice cock. If you have a foot fetish, you don't look at your, your own foot and, and rub one out. How do you, you know this? Know. How do you, you know this? Know. You How do know you Scott know this, Scott Foley? Uh, you're right. Also, you're right. your junk I, is not orientation exclusive. You know, you can you can be straight and be like, you know what? I got a great penis. Well, right, that's different right. than getting the turned on by it. The difference is going, and now fair. my penis is getting, I'm getting hard from looking at my own penis. <laughs> it's like Inception. All right. Um, Joelle has some information here. So um, she said three years after appearing in the hit film... 40-year-old virgin, Malil, 53, stabbed his then-girlfriend 23 times an attack that he originally claimed was a mistaken identity on his part. So he's saying he didn't even know it was her mm. when he was stabbing her. During his trial, the actor testified he thought he was stabbing someone else in self-defense on a night that he couldn't remember clearly. It mm. wasn't until hearing BB shout, call 911, that Malil said he realized she was the one he was stabbing. So he stabbed her up. And then said, then she's like, somebody call 911. And then he was like, oh, shit, I stabbed my girlfriend. Well, uh, listen, I don't want to get into to all that, but I do have to say that is a, a crazy story. And um, it's, it's so bizarre that that guy is the one who came up with, well, not came up with, but says that he thinks your name is Turk and JD. Look, yeah, it's Turk and, Turk and JD. And JD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Kelso's mom is in a nursing home in a bunk bed. <laughs> he says he wants um, uh, someone to drop off uh, someone in a nursing home because he doesn't want to run into his mother because she's going to complain that she's spending her golden years in a bunk bed. <laughs> He's an evil fuck, that Kelso. Why is Carla walking around with a, with a jar of pee? Yeah, what is the point of that? She's so obsessed with the jar of urine. Why like, is it on her lunch tray? Yeah, right. So why, right? Tray. Why did she bring? Right? Why did she put it on her lunch tray? Right. And she's like, walking around. The, well, she put it on the lunch tray so you could get the bit with the with the uh, the uh, guy, you know, the apple juice bit. That's a long way to go for an apple it's juice a, bit. It's a long way to go, but it was good. It was a good bit. I thought it was yeah. funny. It's how but what was the it's how what was the ultimate resolve juice. with the apple? Like like uh, the janitor found the thing. Yeah. And then what? That That's was it. it. That was it. Oh, there was no payoff. Right. She just, she just. What was that about? What was her? What was her arc? She wanted to find the owner of the pee. Why? I don't well, know. It was about. It was a. Remember, she had that that moment in the middle of the show where she said, "Okay, I'm done with this. I'm done with this," and then she put it down, and then she went back to get it. So there's obviously a. There's something they were trying to Are do with resolve. That she's such or, a thorough nurse. She's so dedicated to the ethics of being a nurse that she wasn't going to let one thing through the cracks. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a, a cohesive theme throughout the whole show that each of the characters sort of deals with. Right? Like, what? Do you, what, what is it you talk about on the montage? Like, I don't know. There's got to be a reason. There has to be a good reason that Bill would know. Should we ask Bill? I don't know. I don't know that she's in the. I don't know that she's in the last montage part. I think it's you and Elliot. I think it's. Yeah. 
I think it's uh, Zach. I think it's me and Zach talking. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she is either, but I think I think possibly the sort of the theme has to, right. like she plays into that that overall theme. Well, that right. let's go to let's go to Uncle Bill. I think it's time. Okay, Bill. Bill, why is Judy so obsessed with finding whose urine this is? Why? She 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 goes on a, an episode long hunt. The janitor eventually helps her. And then we don't really know what happened. Now, Bill, far be it from us to question your authority and mastery. But we just don't understand Judy's arc. Also, why is Turk a homophobic? Yeah. Also, Bill, P.S. A homophobic. Yeah, a homophobic. <laughs> why, is Turk, why is Turk homophobic, Bill? We see, it doesn't, see, doesn't seem to show any signs of being homophobic until episode 302. Hey, fellas, I miss you guys. I'll gladly answer these questions, uh, but I do want to see some five, six, seven, eight merch for sale from our podcast, like a five, six, seven, eight shirts or five, six, seven, eight hats or five, six, seven, eight boxers or, or socks or, um, how fun would it be if I just did this for an hour and listed different, the five, six, seven, eight oven mitt would be cool or a scarf. I'd buy a scarf. Why is Carla carry P around all episode? Uh, if we had written a song called Everything Comes Down to Pee, you guys would know the answer. But we wrote Everything Comes Down to Poo. The answer is she's a conscientious nurse. She sees it at the beginning with no label on it. And sometimes everything does come down to pee. And she knows, we always like to show her as a kick-ass nurse, she knows that that could be out there testing for some serious ailment and have a real serious medical consequences if it doesn't get tested or looked at. And so she can't let it go. Like a five, six, seven, eight dachshund sweater or a dog sweater like one of those things you put on a wiener dog that'd be funny it's very specific but i'd buy one then i'd get a wiener dog second answer why is uh turk homophobic he's not you know that character we like to think that he's very open-minded and uh but the intent of that story i'm sure it was that uh often especially when you look at young alpha male surgeon types uh or any young alpha male type who was a fraternity guy and uh you know, who probably was not around uh, a lot of people of different sexuality or was not aware that he was at the time, would uh, imagine themselves being much more sensitive and secure um, when kind of, as doctors often are, are confronted with a patient who happens to be different from them or different from what their, their comfort zone is. Uh, I don't think our intent was to play this as huge jokes as much as it was to show and highlight Turk's insecurities about himself. You know, and uh, do I think we executed it well? No, I think that we kind of glossed over it. It is one of those things I wish I could go back in time and do a scene in which he's questioning why is he like that. But you know, I think it was a product of I grew up as did a lot of the writers around a lot of people like that. So hope that's a decent answer. But it is one of those episodes and storylines that um, I wish I could get in a time machine and improve or omit. Peace out. Thank you, Bill. All right. Should we go to, uh, we, have a, we need a break, Joel, or what? Yeah, we should go to break, and then we have the uh, guest. All right, very exciting. We'll be right back with the legendary Scott Foley. Scott Foley! Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, 
We've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term supply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. 
It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at tacovas.com. Hello! Hey, and we're back! And we're back with, what is your name? It's Katie Rizzio! Katie Rizzio is on the line with us, and she is going to kick it with us! (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) A little bit of introduction for Katie before we get started. Uh, A while ago, you guys were really into the song... I ran down the ramp, the yes. viral sensation, huh. and yeah, we Katie love made a video where you guys were with JD running down the ramp. That was oh, your video. That was oh, nice. the video. Oh, <laughs> all good job. And she also has a Scrubs tattoo. Oh my goodness! Let me see. Katie, let's see the tattoo. You want to see it? Careful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. if, it's sh- if it's shareable, I, I don't know if it is. It is. Uh, it's on my rib cage, but I will keep it PG. I promise. Uh, let okay. me just see. I gotta flip this. Okay. Okay, there's nothing's gonna be shown, I promise. <laughs> okay, okay. Katie is not flashing us viewers. Oh wow, it says I'm no nice. superman in the scrubs font. Nice. That is wow. so cool. That is really cool. Very that cool. is very cool. So I Katie, was hoping for my face, but hey, you know what? <laughs> um Katie, you are the perfect yeah. guest because not only does it seem like you are a big Scrubs fan, I am also seeing lots of um Star Wars memorabilia happening in your room. Yeah. Uh, so Donald will be able to uh, to dial into that. Yeah, huge huge Star Wars fan. Are you a Mandalorian fan? Uh yeah. Are you <laughs> excited? Who is not a Mandalorian uh, yeah. fan? I know, right? You got to be like some weirdo from like Gerardo to not yeah. be a Gerardo from Gerardo. Sure, yeah. Oh no 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 please. No 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 uh, I am from Windsor, Ontario, Canada, which is a small little hey. city right across from uh, Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Right, it's it's Ooh. near it's near Vancouver, right? Oh no. God, no, no. no. Oh, you're <laughs> from Windsor. You're Windsor, from Ontario, Windsor. not Whistler, Windsor. Yeah, you're from Windsor. Wow, yeah. it's is it named after Windsor, where the Windsor Castle is? I think so. We have a lot of like Southwestern Ontario has a lot of European inspired names. Like we have a Paris, a London, Windsor. Uh, like all kinds of, so if you can't go to Europe, just come to Southwestern Ontario. It's not even <laughs> yeah. close to the same thing. <laughs> are there, are the towns just named that or is there any sort of uh, monument castle kind of things? No. I think they're just named that, okay. <laughs> to be honest. Nice. Would you say that you live in the middle of Bumblefuck? It's not quite Bumblefuck, but okay. it has been called the butthole of Canada just because if oh. you look at the map, the very, very, very bottom that's us. Like we are the southernmost city. We're actually we're a lot more south than like a lot of the northern United States. I never understood that analogy where you call something that's so far south the butthole because <laughs> the butthole isn't the furthest thing south on your body. Your feet it is are. if you're if you're sitting or if you're in the fetal position. <laughs> Even if you're sitting, your feet are still the furthest thing south, Zach. If you're in yoga, if that yoga position, yeah, exactly. a happy baby. Well then, yes. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, now you you are a good editor because uh, you made a very funny video uh, about does she cut she cut Katie. By the way, how how do people find that video if they want to watch it? Uh, it's on my Twitter at uh, Katie Rizia. It's pinned right to the top. 
uh, and Katie's last name is spelled R-I-Z-E-A. Um, she cut, Donald and I love the, the the ramp song, and she cut images of Scrubs, particularly us running down the hospital exterior ramp, uh, to the song masterfully. Are you? My question is: Are you interested? Um, you seem like a young person. Are you studying filmmaking, or are you just naturally good at that kind of stuff? Uh, I didn't. I never really studied it. I just. I always kind of liked the creative aspect of things, making photos. Like I do kind of photography on the side. I've always loved video editing. Um, I never really pursued a career in it, but I do it on the side for fun, like all the time. <laughs> well, you're good at it because you Thank certainly you. made us laugh and, uh, and we appreciate it. What do, what do you want to do? What are you pursuing? Uh, my career, I suppose, is I'm an office administrator. Um, mm-hmm. So I work at a local college. I run the health insurance. I run the food bank. I run, I'm pretty much like the first face that they see when they walk in and I'm like, hello. And I just do my best to solve pretty much any problem they have, whether it has anything to do with me or not. As you should. That's what's up. Good. I love you. You do? Oh, I love you I too, love, Scott Foley. I love people like you. <laughs> I love people who do what you do and solve problems. Man, the world needs more of you, Katie. He, he yeah. prefers you to be called television. He, be, he prefers to be Deal. called television Scott Foley. Yeah, please call him TV Scott Foley. If you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Listen, I, I have a really quick question. Um, Scott Foley, what do you, like, what kind of water? What, 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 what? Uh, TV okay. Scott Foley. Oh, sorry. TV, TV Scott Foley. Sorry, no. sorry. Yes, ma'am. What kind of water do you drink where you don't age in 20 years? Oh, God. This is what we just what talked about, Katie. Here we go. Why Look won't people write that? I know. Why won't people write that on my Instagram? gray here. The amount of gray happening. It's a gray uh, beard, kind of- dude. It's not a gray That's- face. By the way, Katie, <laughs> Katie, you weren't on the beginning of this, so I have to tell you that the, the, this, this podcast began with Donald and I posted this video today, and they said about Donald, wow, he doesn't age. Wow, Zach, look at his wrinkles. And now you're talking about Mr. Foley saying, what kind of water does he drink because he doesn't age? The man's older than me, but looks like he could be my son. (laughs) That's very kind of you, Katie and Zach. Very kind of both of you. Uh, the, The kind of water doesn't matter, Katie. Just drink a lot of it. Yeah. And do you use lotion, Scott? Do you use facial lotion? This is embarrassing. So last night I'm putting on some eye cream before I get to bed, and I say to my wife, hey, do a lot of dudes do this? And without hesitation, she was like, no other dude does this. No, they do. you got to moisturize. That's what I'm told. By the way, my girlfriend, she's always putting lotion on me. She's that probably must feel is. good. That must feel she so good. She definitely doesn't want you looking old. It feels nice, though. I kind of don't do lotion because I know she's going to come around after she does hers with the excess. I get oh, the excess. that must be great. Oh, I get the excess. Yeah. Do you get the smack in the face, too? Like the tight, the light Yeah, because you know when you, you put facial lotion on and then you have extra, right? Now, some people like me, I just put it on my on my like my like my back for some reason. The small of but, your back, right. The yeah, small of your back. That's my instinct. But my girlfriend comes around with her extra and, 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 and gives it to my face. It's nice. Katie, let's get out of here. This is getting weird. <laughs> <See you later. laughs> Katie, do you have a, a question for, for TV Scott Foley or, uh, or Clueless is Donald Faison or I? Wait, why uh, I got to be Clueless is Donald Faison? I don't know. Your most famous film. I just went with it. Why not remember the Titans? Yeah, why okay. not remember the Titans? Okay. Do you have a question for remember the Titans is Donald no. Faison? No, no, no. The guy, uh, Denzel Washington's co-star of remember do the Titans. Do you have a question for Denzel Washington's <laughs> best friend and co-star? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, like obviously several questions Um, before I, I have to, first of all, say thank you to Cole Ladisaw on Twitter because he's the one who tagged me in Joel's tweet looking for me for my tattoo. So if he didn't tag me, I might've never seen it and I probably wouldn't be here. Right on. Glad you're here. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So first question, kind of lighthearted. This has been my question since the very beginning, but um, 
it's about. So it's actually also kind of timely because you guys just watched this episode not too long ago. So if you guys woke up one morning and you see an article from E! News that says Bill Lawrence has just released never before seen footage of Nurse Roberts's above ground pool party. <laughs> what do you guys believe in your heart is going to be on that footage? Oh, that's <laughs> oh my a great gosh. question. I think, they're, I think they're Xing their faces off. I think Nurse Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nurse Roberts has some MDMA and everyone is just fucking grinding on each other. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That is an epic above-ground pool party. That is an epic above-ground pool party. I think that only happens on the in-ground pool parties, not the above-ground pool parties. I don't know, but that's a great question because we know we know this fact. They were always off the hook. They were crazy. Right. Shit went down at these things. Right. People like got somebody, in fights. People got choked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? People yeah. hooked up. We know people hooked up. People hooked up. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't. What do I think would be in? Oh, wow. I'm sure. Wow. I'll tell you what. That's a great question. If you, you know, we got down on the line, get tagged in a lot of fan art on Instagram. And if you're an artist and you want to uh, do a doodle, uh, doodle what you imagine is happening at Nurse Roberts's above ground pool party. Oh my God. This is going to be so gnarly. People are going to put the gnarliest things you've ever seen in your well, life, dude. Go crazy. And then we'll, we'll put some on our stories. Although, Joel has to freaking cipher through all of this, man. No, 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 no. They're gonna, they're gonna, no, they're gonna tag us on Instagram, so they'll show up in our feed. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, and then we'll, you know, don't, don't, we'll don't all have the pleasure. Yeah, don't. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not gonna give you any restrictions. Go nuts. What is happening at oh Nurse Roberts above? <laughs> 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 Yo, Instagram will give you restrictions. Let's put it down. Instagram will give you restrictions. Well, yeah, I mean, don't don't have like cocks flying and everything. I mean, if they are, have them be hidden behind. Wait, something. wait, 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 wait. What? Don't have. I'm I'm saying like be be crazy. But if they if someone goes and draws like penises flying, we'll have to like blur it. Probably you can't put that in our story. Wow. Or not? Or am I being too PG? Just no, not at, no, 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 you're not, you're not being too PG. PG. You're not being PG at all. <laughs> You are not being PG at all, dude. Well, someone went and put uh, Donald, me, and Johnny C's heads on a on a on a gay porn still, and um, it's hilarious. I sent it to Donald and Johnny C. Um, <laughs> Word. <laughs> why why did you send it to that, everybody yeah. else? I, I, it's not it for it's, it's not it's for public for uh, consumption. Because it's just for us, Scott. It's just. But for Johnny us. wrote something so back, like, "Oh my god." Anyway. Johnny wrote back something like, "Oh my God, Zachy, what have you done?" And I started to think, I started to think that he thought that I made it, right? 100%. <laughs> like, like I was sitting at home on my Photoshop. <laughs> uh, all right, Katie, do you have another question? Uh, yeah, and I hope it's okay, Joel. I just thought of this earlier, and that's not the one we talked about. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I this one is a little bit more, I guess, serious. Not really serious. Um, most shows and like a lot of TV shows, most often comedies, they tend to like run beyond their course, so to speak. And Scrubs at eight seasons was like perfect. It didn't go too long. So I'm just wondering what the feel on set was for you guys. Like, how did you find out that season eight was ending? Like, how did they tell you? And like, how did that feel filming the last of it, knowing this is it? Like, this is the end. Well, you know, the crazy thing is we never really, other than season two and three, we never really knew what our fate was at the end of every season. It wasn't until around, you know, right before Upfronts where they announced all of the new fall shows 
that we found out we were coming back for most of the uh, time while we were making Scrubs. And if you recall, season eight isn't, I, I don't know if you know this, but season eight isn't even on the original network that Scrubs was on. So yeah. every year felt like, well, this could be it. I hope I get to see you next fall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I go to get to see you in the summer. When it was announced that it was finally over, that it, season eight was going to be the last episode of Scrubs uh, as we knew it, that was kind of, it was kind of like one of those things where you, I didn't believe it until, you know what I mean? Until it was over. And then there was this long pause in between. And then we went and did the, the interns uh, show. But for the longest time, I honestly believed that, yeah, sure, this is the last season, but we'll be back next season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, a lot of people talk about how uh, emotional they were when we were making the season finale, the series finale. I don't know if you remember, Zach. I wasn't necessarily that emotional. Everybody else was really emotional. I still thought we'd be back next season, believe it or not. <laughs> I was so wrong. But, you yeah. know, so in doing it, I didn't. I wasn't as emotional as everybody else was. Sarah was very emotional. I remember that. I was very emotional, but I, I, I feel like I wanted a new chapter of, of my life. I was so blessed. I mean, I was so clear how lucky we were. I was so blessed for the opportunity and, and for how the show changed our life and for the incredible support we have from this most loyal and amazing fan base. But I think I and Bill would probably say it was time to, like, try something new. And Scott can speak to this because he's done very long runs on shows. Yeah. And and you kind of go like, this is amazing and I'm so clear how lucky I am, but I, I, I do want my life to have other chapters. For me, I wanted to have a family and, and it's very hard. It was hard for me to maintain relationships and build friend, not just romantic relationships, but friendships because of the time I spent um, in the abandoned hospital. And I, I wanted to sort of take that to a, a, a new chapter I wanted to make more movies and 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 do more filmmaking so it, I felt so grateful and I was so sad but at the time I felt like uh I want I wanted something new to to start Scott you must have felt Scott, that on, yeah, on I was, your shows I, I was gonna I was gonna ask you Scott because Scandal ran a really long time Felicity had a really nice run the unit had a really nice run like all of these shows that you were on you've experienced uh ending for a lot of shows have all of them gone out on first the terms that you guys wanted it to go out on. And second, how were you feeling when you got to that, that point? I don't think any of them have gone out on the terms that you want them to go out on. You know, television is uh, the kind of business that television is, is, is you, know, you want it to run forever, right? right. Paycheck, good group of people. Um, and, you know, I think, I think everyone from the actors to the writers to the crew is like, oh, wow, that's, I got to go look for a job now, which is mm-hmm. never fun. Um, but, I think there is a a certain feeling uh, when you've done a hundred plus episodes of a TV show that runs through everybody's head. And I think everybody has some similar feeling, which is this has been great. If this keeps going, is this all I'm going to do? And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I want to try something else. Uh, but there is also like, Hey, I'm not done with it yet. You know, like, because ultimately it's not us. With the exception of Scandal, Shonda Rhimes was the, the person who said, the show is done. I don't want to write anymore. The show has had a great arc and the characters, I've told the stories I want to tell and that's it. I think 
had the network had their way, the show would have gone on for another 10 years because it was doing mm. so well. Mm. Um, but, but it's always, Katie, it's always um, sad. And, you know, these are people that you, you get to know really well. And, and you guys can speak to this as well. You become really close. They're your family. You see them more than you do your friends. All my friends know that when I'm on a TV show, uh, I disappear for nine months. And it's, yeah. you know, it's kind of who I am and what you got to deal with. It's an amazing, um, uh, you're so lucky to have it happen, but you do sacrifice a bunch of things. Um, I, I, I can, and that's coming as a guy who doesn't have children yet, like these guys do. I mean, it's <laughs> Donald had to go on his last show and be in Jersey City with his family in Los Angeles and be Ugh. apart from his kids for that long. And that was really, really, really hard on, on everybody. Except for his wife. Yeah, she she was so happy I was gone. She was, yeah. like, she was cranking, don't stop believing. I I, yo, I, I I came back home and my wife was like, oh no, that's not how we do that. Like, I did one thing. She's like, no, that's not how we do things here. That is a, brutal. Yeah. That I is get, brutal. It happens to me too. Who do you, what do you think you're doing? This is right. how we do it now. Right. Ugh. I had oh, to go man. through the crash course of how to live in my own house. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, that's not how we do things now. <laughs> no, no, no. My mom is a uh, is a psychologist and has done a lot of marriage counseling, and she said one of the most common cu- things uh, couples fight about is how to load the dishwasher. What? Is that right? I don't, I, yeah. I don't have that problem. I don't why, have that problem. Why? Because you don't do it? <laughs> no, I load the dishwasher. <laughs> Just no, she, just, she was just giving an but example. But if you tell me how to do it. She was an, giving an example of like yeah, a trivial yeah. thing that couples argue about. And the well, dishwasher yeah, you, is a big one. You're not supposed to tell your, your – that's exactly right, Scott. You're not supposed to tell anybody how to do uh, your If you tell me how to do it, I'll stop doing it. Right, I'm not going to do it. But if you don't, it. I'm going to keep going. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, no, that's not how you put the trash can in the trash – the trash bag in the trash can. All right, then you do the shit then. You got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what I thought. You got yeah. it. You got it. Cut to Donald being like, yes, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Fold it over, pinch the corners, got it. <laughs> All right, Katie, it's time for Canada's favorite segment. It's time uh, to, to K- fix. K- wait, hold on. Let's what? do it again. Katie, it's <laughs> time to fix your life. <laughs> Sorry if the baby was latching. Uh Katie, we, we really, really have are transforming uh the world with this we're, segment. We're transforming every Little corner. Oprah doesn't have shit on us. On the planet. You know why? Because <laughs> we are really helping way more than she ever did on her little show. Well, uh, way more. I no, want no, the no. audience to know. I want the yeah, audience that, to know that Joelle just looked away and rolled her eyes. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was that was that 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 is not my opinion of it either. Uh, Oprah, so please don't. You, I love that you guys think that Oprah is listening and writing your names on a list of people that not hang out with. You listen, you never know what Oprah. Right? You both never know Donald, what Oprah. Both Donald and Joelle are like, listen, Oprah, in case you're listening, that is not me talking. No, listen, Joelle, you got to let him think he's Oprah because then we might all get a car. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, we are going to give a special treat out today, I think, Joelle, right? Yes. Okay, but we'll oh, save that shit. for the end. Um, all right, Katie, uh, go ahead. Is it one How, of these? No, it it's, not. It's, better than that. it's better than that. Okay. All right, well. Katie, go ahead with your question. Uh, okay, so I did think of something. I was racking my brain because, I mean, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I'm very blessed. My life's pretty great right now. Um, but I do You're welcome, have, Katie. You're I, welcome. <laughs> and on that note, I we do, have I, just fixed her life. That's the shortest segment we ever did. Good work, right everybody. Uh, no, I, it's a rare opportunity for you guys to fix my future life because, um, I'm getting married next year. Whoa. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, and it actually, it's in California. So you guys can all come through. We'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> invite me. Invite me. As long as the booze yeah. is free, invite me. Yeah. You, uh, you are all invited. You can carry yeah. me down the aisle. Okay. No, I don't want to do all that. I, don't wanna, I didn't say I wanted to. I didn't want, I don't want to be in the wedding. I don't want to do here. manual labor. Katie. You want to be the flower girl? I just want to no. throw the flowers. I, I just no. want to be there. I just want to be there. I want to be there, have a drink and leave. Okay, that's fine. Right, we can do that. Um, so my question to you guys and like all, all of you would just be how, like, what would your advice be to me to just be like the best possible partner I can be? to my fiance um she is the most amazing person ever she's my best friend uh she's so beautiful and i just want to make her happy forever (laughs) oh my god i will say okay i'm gonna say one thing and one thing only all right go ahead be tactful patience is so important that is the most important thing you can have my wife has the most patience out of anybody I've ever met in my life because if I had to deal with someone like me I would freaking not I'd 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 leave me I would leave me if I had to deal with me and so my wife is one of the most patient people on the planet and loves me unconditionally and if you got that in you there's nothing that can be done that well I shouldn't say that there's very little that could be done to ruin your relationship my wife's tolerance of my bullshit is what keeps our relationship afloat. <laughs> All right. All right, Scott Fuller, you are married with children and a successful relationship. What's your advice? Oh, man. Uh, it, I think patience is a good one. I would, I would urge you to listen to not just what they're saying, but how your fiancé is saying it and, and why they're saying it. You know, I, I found... Uh, through uh, much trial and error that um, when my wife is uh, telling me something or angry at something or or, or frustrated about something, uh, listening to that and and not, it's the hardest thing for me, not trying to fix it, um, which a lot of men try to do and you don't seem to have that problem, I don't think. Um, (laughs) uh, but, But just listening and um and not try to fix whatever the problem might be is sometimes the best way to go because uh, a lot of the times my wife doesn't want me to fix it or it's it's not fixable um it's just a matter of being there for someone um i'm not married but one thing i think really helps me when i'm communicating in relationships uh, and this goes for not just from any relationship, not just romantic relationships, is being able to admit when you're wrong. Mm. I think people mm. automatically, as human beings, we shift into defend what you did at all costs. <laughs> right. And there's so much power in being able to take responsibility and truly listening to the person. And it might not be uh, what you intended. It may not have been what you thought you said. But whatever it is that upset them because of the way they experienced it, you can go, there's so much power I have found in being able to go, okay, I'm just giving you a random example. That is certainly not what I intended, and I'm very sorry that that, that made you feel that way, and I, I apologize if that's, if that's how it came across. Just being able to stop and go, stop defending and stop trying to be right 
and being able to say, okay, I've digested what you're saying. I certainly didn't intend it that way or, or, or whatever it is. I'm just you know, picking an example. And then being able to take responsibility, I think, is, is a very, very powerful tool in all of your relationships. Now, Zach, I have a question for you. Are you able to do that without then going, what I meant was, hmm. and, you know, like, um, that's, I think that's you, a problem for me. Right. No, I, th- I think I, th- well, I think, <laughs> I, you I know, th- I, because I usually, I'm usually the guy like, look, I, I did not, wow, that, that did not, you took that the wrong way. And I'm, I'm so sorry if it came out that way. What I meant to say was. The way you fucking put that goddamn dish in the dishwasher—that <laughs> yeah. doesn't help. That doesn't help. Yeah, now I was about to say. I was about to say because what if you meant that shit when you said it? <laughs> That's the thing. No, what I mean, I think a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, if your partner gets upset, you certainly didn't in, intend to hurt their feelings or Never. for them to get upset. That's not that's Never. not a normal person's intention. Of course, it happens. So what happened? There was a miscommunication, or there was a sensitivity on one of the people's part. Um, and I think we get stuck in argument loops because both people are trying to be right. And if 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 you can go, um, if you can both go, like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm di- and also I think a lot of people don't feel heard. They're like, I'm speaking in fucking circles because you're not hearing me. There's a lot of power in saying, I do hear you. You're saying this. That's not what I intended. Um, I apologize for it coming across like that. Here's what I meant to say. Not in the aggressive, jokey way that Scott's saying it, but saying in a way like, this is truly what I meant. Now, I'm not saying it's going to solve all arguments, but I think it's a very sort of peaceful way to have a, a, a conversation. I think there's one other thing you mentioned in there, Zach, that's so important to remember is that when you're with someone, you're with them because you love them and you want to be with them. And never, ever do you intend to hurt that person or to right. hurt their feelings. Right. But it does happen, and you just have to remember that neither one of you wants to hurt the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I'll give you, my therapist told me to read a book that I haven't read yet, so I can't vouch for it. But it's called <laughs> Getting the Love You Want. And I know it's a, pow- it's a very popular um, sort of uh, couple's conversation book. So, Katie, you can read that. That's my wedding gift to you. Dan, was there um, something you wanted to say? Oh, no, I was just sitting up in my chair. I support everything you guys have said so far. I think patience, listening. I mean, it's just all very smart advice. And I think it concentrates on having respect for your partner and and being aware of your own, not necessarily shortcomings, but, you know, situations where you could be at fault. It's all about being equal partners. Yeah. And Joel, became, yeah, Joel I, I, would, I would call on you, Joel, but we're trying to find you somebody right now. Yes. So. This is, all this, my relationship uh, advice would be terrible. And yeah. <laughs> oh, now here we go. Wait, wait, wait. What does it say? <laughs> yeah, find Joel a lover. Wow. <laughs> you put, is this your wife? this on Twitter. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> we are working on finding. <laughs> we are working on finding Joel a partner. Um, I actually had someone slide into my DMs and say, hey, uh, introduce me to Joelle. Um, I got to do a little recon on her. But um, Word. don't worry. This segment, <laughs> Scott Foley, you may have missed this because I don't know how often you listen to the show, but we are working on a new segment called Find Joelle a Lover. Uh, we're going to be hopefully teaming up with a popular dating app. Did I tell you, did I mention on the show that there's a gaming gamers dating app? What? No. no, no. Someone told me um, that there's a. How app. does that work? How does a gamers dating app work? Well, Aren't I'm they sure busy they can, playing video games no, the whole they time, can, and they can play together. Their courtship oh. could start playing a game. Right. My wife and I play video games all the time together. Yeah, right. Love to hear it. 
I would love, love to, to hear it. two people just meet on a date and play Call of Duty together I'm or some shit like right that. Yes. I'm not gonna, or, some game, or some game where they're yelling, I fucking bodied you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's love. You should hear Marika. You um, should hear Marika when we play Halo online against 12-year-olds. It's fantastic. I love it. Okay, listen. I, um, I think it's called Kippo. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm doing the work because I normally would ask Joelle to do this, but because this is for her, I want here here are a few soul geek, girl gamer dating, LFG dating, gamer dating, gaming passions, looking for gamers, Zusk. Right. Zusk. Anyway, the point is, uh, if any of you work there, uh, maybe hit us up because we really wanted this to become a a segment called Find Joelle a Lover. Oh my god! We even got a theme song. What? Let's hear it. Do we it's have on it? deck. It's on deck. It's, it's, it's in the works. It's yeah. on Dan, right. Dan's writing it. It's been. I'm so excited. It was already in an episode. Oh, it was. All right. Yes. Well, then Dan will play it, it here. Sorry. I hope there's bounce chicka in there, Dan. If not, please add some bounce chicka All right. I will. In that intro, I want there to be a clip of Joel just going, "Oh my god!" Like. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. That's good. Thank you, Katie, the, our, our note, favorite, our note. favorite editor. So Dan, it goes bounce chicka chicka wing. Oh my god! Okay. Bounce chicka bounce bounce. Oh my god. All right, Katie, uh, you've been an awesome guest. Congratulations on your nuptials. Hopefully, when you and your uh, fiance get into an argument, uh, you'll take our advice, um, and it will save everything. Um, awesome. Oh, I forgot, almost forgot to say that you are getting a prize. And we don't, we haven't given away a prize in a long time. No, Scott Foley, not you. Scott Foley oh. sat up in his chair. <laughs> not, as in his own screening room, he's trying to get your fucking present, Katie. <laughs> Is it all right Scott, that she lives in it. Canada, Joelle? Are we going to be able to? I'm right across Uh-oh. from Detroit, if that helps. You might have to go pick it up in Detroit at the border. I mean, I, I can't cross at the moment, but... We'll figure it out, Katie. I will, <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will augment the postage with my own money, if need be. We are sending you a whole pallet of GT's kombucha. You're mm-hmm. kidding! Right. No well, jokes. Are we sending the aqua kefir, too? Yes. I cannot s- tell you yet what's in there, but I will request Joelle, just say yes. We are sending... <laughs> Donald's worried that he's not getting some, and his aqua kefir is going to her. It's no, we're right. sending... <laughs> We're sending you the mother load, Katie. Oh, uh, my God. The That's good folks amazing. at GT's Kombucha will be sending you a, a whole palette that you can that you can enjoy and serve at your wedding if you so choose. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, you guys are absolutely amazing. Oh, my God. This is wild. And you guys don't plug yourselves enough. So I feel like if you don't do it, I should plug you. Go, guys. Go, 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 go ahead, Katie. Plug, plug, plug all right, away. All right, all right, all right. Listen, first of all, all you listeners out there, if you are not operating a motor vehicle, you need to do this right now. Pull up your phone, pull up your computer, open up Twitter, go follow, first of all, Girl Joelle, J-O-E-L-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E on Twitter. Whoa. Oh my gosh, she got the whole rhythm, the cadence was <laughs> perfect. Then yes. Go over, follow DJ underscore Daniel on both Twitter Aww. and Twitch. Oh, stream on Twitch. Okay. If you have $5, give him a sub. And you know, I mean, like, while you're there, you can follow me too. Um, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitch. I'm that random chick. That's me. Uh, and then go back to Twitter. Follow these two. You probably already do. Follow these three. I'm so sorry. Scott K. Foley. He's busy. Sorry. Hi, Scott. Sorry, uh, daughter. <laughs> <laughs> follow Scott K. Foley. Follow at Donald Faison. Follow at Zach Braff. Then go over to Instagram. First thing you're going to do is follow everybody, but especially follow Donald underscore Azon. The F is underscore. Get him to a million followers. 
What are you doing if you don't follow him right now? Wow. Thank you very much, Katie. 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 Let me tell you something right now, Katie. <laughs> Katie, I'm going to tell you something right now. Wow. I'm going to use that on another episode. We're going to use that on another episode. That's not what I mean. Yeah, that we'll is come, the, We'll cut to that. At the end of another episode, we'll go, and now for our hype woman, Katie, and then we'll just play that recording. <laughs> Done. That's all I've ever wanted in life, really. And, you know, Katie, that was amazing. <laughs> we should get her a T-shirt cannon because I felt like she was just shy of shooting <laughs> T-shirts. All she needed is... wedding gift to you is a t-shirt cannon. A t-shirt cannon? Is it going to yeah. be filled with the eagle t-shirts? Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. By the way, thank you for talking Conti- about that. Continuing to be a good hype woman, please go buy our merch. Uh, you go to uh, cottonbureau.com and then search for Fake Doctors Real Friends. We've got all sorts of fun things out. And uh, and that's it. Um, Katie, we'll let you stay to the end of the show because you're so rad and, uh, and our hype woman. Scott Foley, I don't know what to say. I love you so much. You're a great guy. I, I can't wait to one day come to your screening room and, and watch TV with you. In Connecticut. He's in Connecticut. I know. I can get to Connecticut. You can still go there. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure to be here. I love uh, I love you both. I love that we go back so far and that uh, I can be a part of this. It's really important, and I, I appreciate it. We're very um, happy to have you on here, Scott. We don't tell you enough. You yeah. need to, I think you need to hear this. You are so good on this show, man. Let's uh, do something together, so all of funny. us again. Let's do something else. I would like that. Zach says he wants to do something with you. I asked him what it is. I think it's I think it's work. I think it's a movie or something like that. Uh, I could be wrong, but no. Zach I want to. I want to. I I just want to work with Scott again. Every time I watch, and this is not a joke, Scott. Every time I watch these episodes, I'm reminded of uh, how much I like working with you. I almost directed uh, Whiskey Cavalier. You uh, did, man. We but, missed you. Uh, that fell apart because of um, scheduling. But um, I'd love to uh, direct you or act with you or just do things to you, Scott. You're I meant with. I meant with, not to. I you're, like it. Or we can uh, share some cock tails. Tails. Oh my God. <laughs> tails. 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 Uh, speaking of cocktails, um, this is Thursday that you're listening to this. We're recording it on Tuesday. We, Donald and I have no idea where our headcount for uh, to register people for voting is, but please go to headcount.org slash Zach and Donald. Either register to vote or check your registration. Uh, we got to get everybody involved. Okay, we love you. Yes. Yeah, we don't, and we don't care who you're voting for. That yeah. means well, we nothing. do. We do, but we're not going to say it. We don't care, dude. You vote for who you vote for. It's none of our business. We're That's not going to change your mind if you're going to vote MAGA. Right. It's it's not. We 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 know that already. We just want you to fucking participate. Everybody needs to participate in this. The country yeah. needs to speak as a whole right now. All right, Dan. It is your turn to be bestowed. A very special honor. It's taken uh, however many episodes what? for us to say it's finally time for you to count us in. Are you serious? The final song. Yes, Daniel. You honor Man. me. You honor me, Daniel. I'm you so happy me? I'm here for this. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Look how, Wait, do you, you, don't want, you don't want to let Katie do it? No, no, no. Sorry. I, Katie. I would be thrilled with that. She's no, no, no. incredible. Katie, okay. Katie, Katie, you're dynamite, and you have an I'm No Superman tattoo, but it is Daniel's time. Daniel. You honor me. Daniel, you honor me. When you're ready, sir. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love to hate. I said, here's a story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, 
mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. That's T E C O V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. 